Tom was 14. He was playing rugby on the lush green pitch of King's Grammar, Wiltshire, England. While he wasn't actually playing, he was staring into the clouds, wondering if his mother was dead yet. Just before the ball hit him in the back of the head, he saw his father and the headmaster walking towards the pitch, and he knew. The next thing he remembered was a thud, and then blackness. Lizzie was on the other side of the world in cheerless sunshine, Australia. She was standing in the lounge room of a commission house, with tears pouring down her face. The haze of Winfield blue smoke and the smell of leftover rissoles combined to create the most depressing stench known to humankind. Poverty. Crushing poverty. Not funiculi funicula, we're poor but we're happy poverty. Not, we didn't have much money, but we wanted for nothing, poverty. Not, love conquers all, poverty. We're talking missed opportunities, bad choices, resentful, repressed, frustrated, ripped off, pissed off, chip on the shoulder poverty. The real thing. The stuff that dreams are made of. Lizzie was, for the millionth time, pleading with her parents to let her have her school uniform a bit shorter. I'll be the biggest dag in the whole school if I have to wear it this long. I might as well just kill myself, she cried. Her tears didn't sway her parents, but they did reveal that she was wearing mascara, convincing them, if they weren't sure already, that she was, if not a slut, then well on her way to becoming one. If only. To crack it as a slut in sunshine in the mid-eighties, one needed blonde hair, a size ten figure, a shell necklace and a name like Tracy, Julie or Sharon. Being a loud-mouthed, plain-looking girl whose legs rubbed together when she walked didn't cut it. Even the skinny, rat-faced boys with names like Boggers, Knackers and Horse had standards. The rest of the family was watching the cricket. From the outside, their house looked identical to all the others in the street. Pitch black, apart from the living room, where the television projected an eerie blue flicker. The lights were off. Her parents were obsessed with saving money on electricity, although they had no problem spending a weekend across the state border in Albury, pissing their tax return away on the pokies. Her brother's bums were stuck to vinyl beanbags that smelt of bacon, paralysed by the stifling heat of a late Melbourne summer. Her dad sat in his chair wearing football shorts and a T-shirt that proclaimed, Ten Reasons Why a Beer Is Better Than a Woman. Her morbidly obese mother folded the mountain of clothes on the couch, wearing unmatched thongs and a size 24 polyester dress. The dress had a large grey and green print of what might have been hydrangeas, or might have been a pattern specially designed to make fat people feel worse about themselves. No, Lizzie, you can't have it any shorter. When you bend over, everybody will be able to see your pants, her mum explained wearily. And you'll look cheap her dad added.